Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Move podcast. Talking about the final stage of this year's Tour de France Femme of Zwift. Stage eight, Mel, what'd we do? We team it up. Stage eight. Po, apo. Yeah. Apo. And that's just that that one. What we needed a, 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 a much more romantic Finnish town. That even that one didn't get much out of me. But but for for the last month, that's been one of the highlights of my day is hearing these French people pronounce their towns, uh, as has been the case each and every day for the last month. Uh, today's show uh, presented to you by Ketone IQ, of course, made by HVMN. HVMN launched, launched the world's first drinkable ketone in 2017. Ketone IQ is their latest innovation on ketones with improved effectiveness, taste, and cost. Ketone IQ delivers clean fuel that can cross the blood-brain barrier, supplying your brain and body sustained energy, mental focus, and sharpness. We have an extra large uh, jug uh, next to me for Allie, <laughs> because after today's show, we're going to go ride Independence Pass. She's already whining a little, <laughs> but we got a, 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 how would you like it? You like it? Uh, how cold you want? Just let me know. I'll get it. I don't want any excuses out of you. All right. No excuses. By the way, Ketone IQ is also available in all sprouts throughout the United States. You can uh, save 30% off your first subscription order of Ketone IQ at hvmn.com slash the move. Again, that's hvmn.com slash the move. <clears throat> also today brought to you by Wahoo. Yes, Wahoo. That's right. Thank you, Allie. Uh, um, and, and a couple of years ago, Wahoo um, uh, bought Speedplay. And, and this sort of uh, postdates my time of converting to Speedplay pedals. I, I switched over 10 or 11 years ago when I was doing tries. It's been my go-to pedal ever since. Uh, they've got the Speedplay Arrow, which is proven to help you save minutes across a Grand Fondo, which, by the way, I never knew that. I just I, I, I switched because I was concerned about transitioning from the bike to the run, but I didn't know I was gaining all this time. That's kind of cool. Yeah, they have an Arrow <coughs> pedal, which we talked about on Speedplay. You can clip in on either side. Right. But they have an Arrow plate and a one-side clip-in that literally saves so much time in time trial. So guaranteeing riders that are sponsored by Wahoo today in the stage, we're using the Wahoo Arrow pedal to save those just little little seconds and those marginal gains. Yeah, maybe you'll need it for the descent of the pass today. <laughs> they also have the PowerLink pedal if you're interested in uh, getting your power. Uh, special offer for our listeners. If you head on over to wahoofitness.com slash the move. And by the way, today's the last day. 20% off all full price products during the tour, which by the way, like I just said, is today, last day. Code over there is the move at wahoofitness.com slash the move. Well, <clears throat> wow. SD works one, two, three. Marianne Rooster gets the win. Sure. Uh, uh, with, without a doubt. I mean, she Marlin. was. Marlon. Marlon. <laughs> Marlon Rooster, yes. Marlon. I was confused. I always get confused because it's a little close to the lady who's the director, director. of the race, mm -hmm. Marianne Roos. So I, 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 my brain gets a little tweaked out. But, anyways, <laughs> dominant performance. Uh, uh, and not even close. And then, of course, the team, uh, one, two, three. It was pretty uh, unbelievable. I mean, we had been talking about having Marlon and Wollering up in the top couple, but never would have imagined Kopecky would be there in third. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing Kopecky can't do, no. we just discovered. Right. Like, mm -hmm. So SD works. I guess it worked. They swept the podium, won the overall team, won the overall one stages. I mean, something's God working there. God for, we actually SD have works. <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm sure it has happened before, but, um, when, um, <laughs> t t when yeah, uh, we need Spencer to chime in on this. When has there been a photo finish 
for a podium in a the grand tour. tour. So, so uh, Neo Doma and uh, Lotto Capecchi tied on time. And so they had to go down. What was it? They came down to point, point two, two one seconds. I mean, think about that. Eight days. How, how many kilometers or miles? How many corners? How many times you hit mm-hmm. the brakes? How many decisions did you make? Even in today's time trial, like just think about one corner. Well, and the fact that they were both like off the front too. I mean, they didn't always come in with a field sprint. So, right. you know, I mean, the, the fact that their attacks were exactly the same amount of made up time, it's crazy. And at another, we should ask Spencer on this though, but one has the green jersey finish second overall in a tour That's like a this. great question. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. I mean, Sean Kelly, I, I think... Um, back in his, uh, the height of his career was, could win the tour of Spain and, and could also win the points Jersey, but that's obviously very different than the tour. He, he probably did some pretty good tours. I don't think he got, no, he didn't get second, but that's a good, a great point. Just shows you what a, what a badass performance by her. What a versatile rider. I mean, classics rider. We thought we know she's Belgian national champion in time trial and road race, but then to finish second overall in a time trial, still wearing that green Jersey, mm-hmm. Oh man, and she she was more emotional than I've seen her. You know, I mean, she's a, a woman of few words. She had some tears exchanged with her family, lots of hugs with Damie. Damie almost fell over hugging her because they're both so exhausted from their time yeah. trial effort. And she got some some dog snuggles from her family, so that was pretty cute. <laughs> I think it also goes to what Lance was talking about uh, the other day with riding a little bit angry and having something to prove. Right. You know, I mean, she really wanted to show everybody that this wasn't a joke or anything. You know, she was she's legit <laughs> and. Right. Definitely showed it. And the team, right? Mm-hmm. The team the was team. <clears throat> felt like they were slighted on that mm-hmm. penalty. Of course, that was very controversial, not just mm-hmm. uh, in the cycling world, but with our audience. But it, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually watched the, the time trial today on GCN, uh, and they had uh, y'all's friend who was on the moto behind Lotto Capecchi. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys, if you're what you guys, you guys didn't even hang out with me this morning, but that's a whole separate. We tried. Um, y'all are like, you know what? We're going to get enough of him riding up the pass. Like, let's just get a little space from him. Um, but the lady behind her in the time trial said she was at, she said it was a thing of beauty. Like the way she was going around this course and nailing every corner. So it was unbelievable. Well, but I mean, I would have really liked to see that with Rooster too, right. because I mean, she obviously was even going faster than Capecchi and we had seen in that corner or not corner, but down after the, the descent, you know, that she got held up by the other team's car, <coughs> which wasn't a car. It was a van. So, which I have questions about too. And you, you also, well, I think this. look, <laughs> uh, if she's on SD works, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to consider my, my theory on this. And if y'all watch the race, she did on that downhill, uh, catch the rider in front of her, which of course had a car behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, which in this case was a minivan, which is it, it automatically looks odd. Yeah. But uh, but Marion Rooster's on SD Works, right? So you have to imagine. Obviously, the lead director is behind uh, Damie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second director is behind Capecchi. So as you and there's only so many cars and directors that can be out there. I mean, all of a sudden they're like, all right, look to a Swanier, and they go, okay, Swanier, you take the minivan and follow Marion Rooster. Like that's what happens. And and when has a swan year been in a position like that where you're following a stage winner and on worldwide TV, never, 
<laughs> and so they're confused. They're like, holy shit, what's going on? I don't know what to do. Like, do I pull over? Do but I, I thought that going? was the team car of the, the rider in front of her. Right. But still, yeah. Yeah, very good point. Yeah. I, I butchered that. But the, um, but probably the same situation. I don't doubt that she probably didn't have, you know, the same support behind her that uh, Demi and uh, Lada had. But my question was, is the people in front of her had to look at the start list and go, okay, Marlon's probably going to catch us. Right. <laughs> so that guy, whoever was driving the minivan, should have been paying attention to what was coming behind, especially at that point when, I mean, it was pretty obvious she was going to catch. And then you're on those like narrow roads on a descent. He needed to figure out how do I get out of the way? So my question is, is the, you know, the organization, when you're looking at a list and you're thinking who's going to be winning this thing, they should have had an official ahead making sure that the cars were pulled over by that point. Because it definitely held her up, not that it was going to make a difference of winning the race, but, you know, it would have been nice for her to be able to (laughs) take it correctly. She barely came out of the arrow bars. That that was one one of the only times she came out. With the yell at him, hand in the air. She's like, what are you doing? Like, could you please get Mm -hmm. out of the road? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right. It's it, that is up to some I sort mean, of official to just on a moto or whatever say, listen, you got to pull over. Can you imagine if that was you in a race? You'd have lost your mind. I, mean, <laughs> no, I was I was chill. I was super chill in the races. If somebody's slowing about. you up on a time trial, <laughs> but there's all these rules too. Because if you overtake a rider in a time trial, the UCI rule is once you get overtaken, you're not supposed to overtake that rider ever again. And I even was watching a few riders coming in and like they're getting overtaken, they're getting into the slipstream, which I'm like, that's a time penalty. Mm. Like you can't like once you get overtaken you need to move outside I think it's like 10 meters and get away from that wheel and same thing with a car once you get in a certain amount of time I'm not sure what the rule is but the car needs to move because it's in the way giving the rider that's going to overtake the next one a slipstream but also it's extremely dangerous and those roads were very small I'm curious who it was she passed we'd have to go back and look I was it was a UAE, UAE rider, UAE rider UAE. so and that uh, it was a van was strange <laughs> too because they have rules on the size of a, a vehicle yeah. that can be behind the rider in front and that van was awfully close to their rider in front Hmm. and it seemed to me that it was a strange call to allow a van in a time trial as a support car you know the other thing i noticed is the the women have adopted this uh, maybe they maybe they did it first but adopted this new radio position in the time trials we saw it in and when i saw it in this year's tour with uh, with both bingagard and and pogachar they had their radios mounted uh, in front I thought, well, that's strange. And then, of course, all the other propeller heads on the team here said, no, that's, you know, and they, you see they wrap them in a bunch of tape and they make them a lot bulkier just to, uh, and if you all notice that, really just to fill the, you know, the point is when you're out on the aero bars, you've got your elbows as narrow as you can, your shoulders down, just to fill that void and, and clean up that air as it's, um, obviously, this is stuff they've... <laughs> like a reverse fan. Let's get in the wind tunnel <laughs> and what if we wrapped up the radio and put it in front? <laughs> like, but that's, it, it's a thing. Yeah. So I've spent a lot of time in wind tunnels and it's something about kind of closing that chest cavity yeah. where, you know, sometimes like it's better for people that have narrow arms. Other times it's better to wider. So your chest can help close that dirty air that's coming up. So you're just trying to be as slipstream as possible into the turbulence of air. And so we test that out. I mean, I tested it out in gravel even, you know, like. Where do I put uh, my camelback? Where do you put your head? Like how? Really? Yeah. No, I've done the wind tunnel there at Specialized and we, we to see how aero you can be on a gravel bike where it's hilarious because you've got like snack bags on your bike. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, can you imagine the level that these athletes, um, you know, SD works so using the wind tunnel that they have access to um, and closing that chest cavity to, to try not to cause all that air to come up. So it's even where you're putting your computer monitor uh, using those speed play arrow pedals, yep. you know, there's lots of ways you can do it. And those, 
those neck gaiters are something special. How did the bottle of bourbon do in, when you were in there testing, you know, for, po- for the post? I did. I actually did. I have a photo of it. Uh, See, I, I haven't seen the photo, but I had a feeling. <laughs> we tried a flask and we taped it in like in into the aero bars of a gravel bike, which I refused to do because I've time trial enough in my day and I don't want to be yep. in aero bars ever again. But we did a flask in between the bars. We we put like a whole like whiskey in the back, like in a camelback. You know, we, we tried it. And I literally do have photos of that. You, if you sure. get if you ping me that I would have sure. I would have had you post that. <laughs> Well, we got to spend some time talking about Anna Meek Van Vluten because she's had such a wonderful uh, career. We'll get to that in just a second. But before we do, today's show also brought to you by AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. I gave it a try because I was sick of taking a bunch of uh, vitamins and supplements and just pill after pill after pill. And I wanted a solution that supports my entire body and covers my nutritional basis every single day. I wanted better gut health, a boost in energy, immune system support. And I wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. And at the end of the day, I wanted to take control of my health. And I got to do it uh, all for less than three bucks a day. By the way, 75 high quality ingredients that give you all these key daily nutrients and support all these cool things like energy, focus, strength, and clarity. Hello. Uh, If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and 10 free AG1 travel packs. Head on over to drinkag1.com slash the move. One more time. That's drinkag1.com slash the move. Yeah, and we also appreciate our, our new sponsor for the show, OneSkin. So we spent a lot of time outside riding. Our bikes were in the sun a lot. And, yes. you know, we, we are looking to take the best care of our skin as possible. Um, and being a science dork and apparently a wind tunnel dork as well, um, especially always applauding females in those sciences. Uh, OneSkin is founded by a team of four female PhD level scientists with over 15 years of studying the biology of skin and aging. So they tested thousands of peptides and finally found a really awesome product, the peptide OS1, and they have a flagship product called OS1 Face. And it's clinically clinically validated to improve your skin health. Mari, Lance, I think we even sent George some to to try out to see see if we can keep them as youthful as ever. And we're just really excited to have them support the show. Yeah, I mean, I've really enjoyed using the product while we've been here in Aspen, especially because of the such dry air. And uh, my skin's been feeling super hydrated which is very strange for being at altitude now for almost 10 days or so. So yeah, I've been enjoying using it totally simple Good. and makes it easy. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. you always look beautiful, but I mean, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but one skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. It addresses skin health at the molecular level. It's very fancy. Targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate. Get 15% off with the code FOM, F-E-M-M-E-S, at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code FOM, F-E-M-M-E-S. We only have one body, one skin, and you can choose to make it better. So just let's be better every day. Let's do it. Well, speaking of better, Annemiek Van Vluten, um, hard to imagine that anybody uh, has ever had a, well, you, maybe Jeannie Long Go, but uh, who, who's ever had a career as great as hers uh, to see her go out uh, for her final tour, uh, mm-hmm. not herself, and, and she said as such, um, only 14th in today's time trial and, and slipped to, uh, to fourth on the podium. But uh, what a career. I mean, 100-plus pro victories. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, she said it in her, you know, post-race interview, how she wasn't feeling like herself the last couple of days. And we saw it on the Tourmalet where we were expecting her to be full on attacking and she was just basically holding on. Um, so we knew she wasn't riding to her normal level. And in the time trial today, she just, it just, she just didn't have it, um, which was so hard to, hard to watch because yeah. I really wanted to see that battle between her <laughs> and, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, and all of them, and three of them. I mean, yeah, they were all yeah. duking it out for the podium. Yeah. We actually have the interview. Uh, if we can, we can play that right quick. Annemiek, your last Grand Tour done and dusted. What emotions are you feeling right now? Yeah, of course, disappointment. That uh, I was not due the last two days. <laughs> but you must be happy, you know. You've had so much success in this race last year. Come back, battle again. Yeah, I was in the battle and I gave it my all. I didn't make any mistake that I can think that uh, I was not smart or that I did uh, something wrong. So I don't know what happened. I was obviously not myself. I can be. Uh, and that's a bit sad. You lost to the France. Um, yeah, but um, I don't know what better. Did you expect more today? No, when I did wake up tomorrow, this morning, I already felt that. I know, yeah, yesterday evening, I felt already like, oh, I will be sick this morning. I was not really sick. I didn't have, like, temperature that was higher. So I felt like I'd give it a go. You never know. But I knew already that, uh, yeah, it was yesterday. Um, how I was riding on the Tourmalet, I think people that watch more women cycling know that that is not my level I normally can have. So a little bit of disappointment ending this race, would you say? Yeah, you say disappointment for myself, for my own performance, but not for the team performances. That makes uh, uh, super nice that they can share the uh, win of uh, Liana and uh, Emma and beautiful two wins out of eight stages. Eight stages so uh, thank you. And then that's what we said yesterday. I mean, this thing was just trending. I mean, she said it best herself, but it was just trending the wrong way for her, mm -hmm. right? If you look at the other girls and, and going into this time trial, she just wasn't herself. Yeah. It makes me wonder about like leading into the world championships. We were talking about, well, is she going to be riding the time trial or not? But, um, I would expect her to regroup and, and have a pretty good one. Well, she doesn't have long. No. Yeah. A couple of weeks, a couple of weeks tops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mari and I were doing some research on that. Um, the men's race is world championships is quite a bit before the women, like a week difference, which yeah. usually they're which typically they're, yeah, day back, apart. Yeah. The yep. day apart. Well, the road race, the road race, the time trials are uh, very close, the men's and women's, but we're thinking it's probably because Vuelta, something happens next. Or, or, or just the, the fact that the women's tour finished uh, a full later. eight days later, yeah. yes. just to give them some time. Yeah. But somebody like Kapeki, who specializes in everything, you know, world champion on the track already in the Madison, mm -hmm. Um, Omnium, and so she has to start track racing in like T minus yeah. <laughs> four or five days. Something tells me it's going to be okay. I, mean, I, 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 I think that as she called herself because she was wearing the green jersey, you know, um, uh, the Hulk she was uh, naming herself. I think the Hulk's going to be all right. I, I uh, by the way, I don't want to be the one guy that, that, that says, but just for the record, she called herself the Hulk. It's really cute. It's, it's her on the top. She's like, the Hulk can climb. And um, yeah. I think, you know, she's in the green jersey. Um, she's going to be extremely motivated. She obviously knows how to recover. And those track efforts are spicy, and sh but they're also short. So mm -hmm. it's a lot of time indoors, but mm -hmm. hopefully she can recover. Like Chloe Dygert's done that as well, like perform well at world championships, both on the track and the road. Mm -hmm. Kapeki's also done that before. She was world champion on the track, and then she doesn't <laughs> get second at the road race. So this is not new territory for our Kapeki Well, but effect. it's very unusual to have the world championships <laughs> of both in such a short period of time, like right after some a, a huge stage race like the women's tour and it's interesting and we have talked uh, quite a bit about the, the world championships that are coming up any day now um it is probably but we haven't really given the backstory because this was new information for me just 
as of a month ago. So the head of the UCI, David Leparchian, uh, had this idea, which I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't think many of his ideas are very good, but I actually think this idea is okay. <laughs> Uh, to, to combine, uh, and I don't know if this is a, a, a thing going forward, but certainly for this year in Glasgow, uh, to combine all events, and they're dubbing it the Super World. So we're talking track, mountain bike, uh, the road, BMX. BMX, all in one place, all in Glasgow. And uh, as I read, uh, it is the largest sporting event ever held in Glasgow, which is, I mean, you've got to imagine they've done some, I don't know, some big things, but that's... Mm -hmm. But to have everybody there, all the disciplines, all the stars, I think it's a good idea. Super Worlds. It's going to be awesome. Super Worlds. It's yeah. going to be awesome. <clears throat> nice job, Mr. Leparchian. We wanted to give a shout out to, um, obviously, SD Works was best team overall, which we've discussed. Duh. But the most aggressive <laughs> rider of the tour yeah. is Yara Castelline. Well-deserved. Mm -hmm. yep. She actually crossed most more QOMs than anyone else in the tour. I mean, she, I think six first place on QOMs and she won that beautiful stage. Mm -hmm. Um, really fantastic ride from her and our best young rider born in 2001, Cedrine Carbol. She's actually from Poe. So she got, oh, and, wow. and she's the French national champion. So to do a time trial, I don't think she had the best time trial of her life today, but she was able to hang on to her best young rider jersey huh. and perform in front of her home crowds, which oh. I think That's is really awesome. special. She's having the best post-race party, yeah. most importantly. <laughs> she knows where to go. Everybody's drafting off her tonight. Like, hey, where's so What's the drinking age in France, though? Because I don't know how old she is. <laughs> Well, we can do that, man. She's old enough. She's old enough. She's okay. old enough. I can do that, man. And um, we did, which we're not playing uh, the interview, but we did get to see the beautiful podium presentation. Um, Damie has a lot of emotion in it. She's crying. Beautiful podium. Cassia is probably one of the most loved riders in the Peloton. Hmm. Um, they were saying that she has no enemies. She's just a gorgeous human being inside and out. And she's just genuinely happy to be up there. Uh so I wore my girl power onesie today to celebrate and you can't really see it, but it's got the girl power onesie and uh, it was actually a one piece swimsuit I bought in Walmart in Emporia, oh Kansas. <laughs> the backstory. <laughs> right before the Unbound 200. But uh, Damie was saying what she hopes to see is to get more women and girls on bikes by, did, yeah. if you can see it, to believe it. And so she's hoping that her performance and every other rider at this Tour de France Femme Vex Lift encourages more women, girls, and really just anybody to get on two wheels, three wheels, four wheelers, like whatever you need to do to get out and move. I've been loving seeing all the stuff on Instagram with the pictures of all the little girls at the race starts and, you know, just watching and trying to get autographs and having signs and riding their bikes. It's been really special. And it shows you kind of hopefully what we're going to see in the future. These little girls now have heroes and they're going to be able to start, you know, emulating yep. them. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's girl power all the way, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, and so I thought it was really cool. And also seeing riders like Voss yesterday headed to the start line before, unfortunately she, she DNF, but she's taking the time to sign jerseys for her young fans. And Ana maybe <laughs> even left the team bus today before time trial still was giving time to take a photo and hug. And you know how focused you want to be before that, but to, the willingness of these athletes to interact with their fans to really in inspire the next generation. I find mm -hmm. one of the most beautiful things about women's cycling, not only is the racing beautiful, really aggressive as we saw, um, can be very surprising, but the access of these athletes give to their fans because how much it means to watch the FOM, which we are talking about, but how much it means the more people watch the FOM, the more women win. And so I feel like these athletes are beyond generous <coughs> with their time. All our listeners here on the move too. Thank you for tuning in because this is this is how we build success yeah. and make a viable, 
beautiful sport and more of these Tour de France Femme Bex Zwift and bigger and better races, more women on bikes in the future. And, and, and I'm curious to see, I know, um, I don't know if I had the data last year before we wrapped up, but I know that ASO last year, I think I might have got it after the race was done. The TV numbers uh, that they saw, not just in France, but worldwide were, I mean, when I say far exceeded their expectations, I mean, really, really exceeded their expectations. So, uh, you know, I'm assuming. And, Girl power. I thought, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. no, I, thought, I thought it was a great look. If it's a boring race, we know what that does to yeah. ratings. And, yeah. and I thought this was a great race. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious to see how the numbers did. This outfit might actually work for the Barbie movie later when Court and I go. <laughs> Are y'all going today? Probably should. What time, what time is the movie so we know how, how fast we have to ride up the pass? I wanted to give an extra shout out to, to Kate Barano, who's the head of women's sports marketing at Zwift. And she's been on the podium every day giving the jersey. And her outfits are full send Zwift colors. Like I'm talking sparkly pinks and yellows. And wow. she's done so much in this sport. So to be able to see her at the tour and the investment that they've put into the women's Tour de France Femme Avec Zwift is huge, and she's done a lot, and uh, represent up there on that podium. By the way, because I, I was looking at the schedule for the Super Worlds, and I named all these disciplines, right? The road, the track, the mountain bike, BMX. They also have indoor uh, at, at the Super Worlds, so um, more kudos to Zwift. Right. Yeah, you can hop on your Wahoo probably there, and you're a yeah. kicker. Uh, all right, we'll end, we'll end uh, this year's coverage of the Tour de France Femme of Zwift with a couple comments. Oh, no. He keeps these as a surprise. And I keep these to myself. If y'all Makes are us very nervous. Mari's trying to... <clears throat> I know, I'm trying to think. like peek over there. <laughs> well, you know what? Ali, Mari, and Lance, uh, and the entire We Do team, producers, uh, the head of HR, Courtney, you got a shout out, uh, and Swanyers, mechanics, drivers. I didn't realize we had Swanyers. This is, uh, this, by the way, is from Jane. Jane, I... Blaze might count as that. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> and Liz. <laughs> thank you so much for an enjoyable and informative podcast. I download and listen daily while I'm out for my rides. Allie and Mari are, of course, highly knowledgeable and insightful. I love Allie's rider backstories, as many of your other listeners uh, have also commented on. Mari's vast experience in the Peloton and as a director sport team bring insider knowledge that I love. So, of course, the ladies are outstanding. However... Ooh, however. And not to take anything away at all from Ali and Mari and what they bring to the table, I would like to nominate Lance for a boomstick for being <laughs> such an enthusiastic and respectful supporter of women's cycling and women's sports. Yes. Um, without the platform of the move and support of your WeDo team, listeners like me would struggle to find such, such excellent commentary and insight. I hope that you're able to continue for years to come. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And thank you, everyone. That comes from Jane. So, uh, uh, I'm Jane, going, thank you. That's very sweet. That was really nice. I'm going to hand the boomstick to Lance. And I know he's really scared when I hold this. So it's going to be You are done with this for this year. <laughs> Congratulations. But that's sweet. And, it, and I got to say, it's, it's uh, you know, uh, we, I have great teammates and we do a great job before the show taking notes. But I, I get into it. Like, I just, yeah. I really do. It's, it's um, I wasn't sure. I was like, because you get tired. Of, look, at three weeks of watching dudes race bikes, I'm like, all right. But it's, it's, it's and it was the same last year. I yeah. was like, this is, is rad. I have to agree with him about um, being thankful, though, for you giving us the platform to to talk about women's racing. Because I think when you first did this last year, I thought, wow, what an opportunity. And, you know, he's so supportive of women athletes. Um, but you've really become like a real advocate for women. It. And it's I, amazing. Like, I, I, like, I, I love it. it. Well, it's, there's the, there's, I mean, a, there's a lot. Yeah, there is a lot. But it's, yeah. you know, it's really it's been awesome. And I just am so thankful for the, you know, the opportunity and also the fact that 
that, you know, you've just turned into this amazing advocate for us. Mm. And it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's easy to do. It's mm-hmm. easy to, Lancey it, Pants has become a fangirl. Uh, that's <laughs> right. Fanboy. Uh, this one's from Bill Martinez, 2253. Great show. I don't think I would be watching the ladies tour if it wasn't for your show and be missing amazing racing like today's epic stage. Thanks, L.A. and ladies. That's y'all. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> and the uh, women racing. Thanks uh, to them. <laughs> and and uh, here we go. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, Mitchell, every 9608. That's uh, these names. I don't know. Um, uh, it says, I'm working in a liquor store. Lance, you're the best. I love the female interaction on this show. To me, it's better than the regular tour. You all keep up the great work. And last one, this just has to be, this is a perfect one for the last last comment of, of the 2023 Tour de France Femme of Exbeth. From Mario Dalla Riva, cycling legs on the table cheered up my day. Thanks, Allie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Now's my time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. One last time before this table goes away. You know, we're done when you're like walk into the studio, all the trucks are pulled up, all the, like the doors are practically open. I was like, oh, these boys are ready to break down the set. I'm here to party. <laughs> uh, what's new? We can party at the world's. <laughs> Anyways, it's been a pleasure. Ladies, thank you so much. It's, it's, um, I thought it was a hell of a race. I had fun. It's been amazing. Yeah. We're going to race up <laughs> now the pass. Now we're going up the pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thanks again, everyone. Remember, watch the FOM. Women's sports having an excellent moment, making it a movement. And please keep tuning in. And, um, thanks and, again, Lance and uh, team. Uh, and one final time. All right. Here we go. Bye. 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 <laughs>